What is up, everyone? It is your boy, The Tank. It's Wednesday at noon, and I am here to talk to you about college and NFL football for the next hour on Weagle 91.1 FM. Let's not waste any time and get on with the show. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Tank Talks Football here on Wiggle 91.1 FM. It is still Thursday at 1. We had the, I'm still have yet to change it up. But back-to-back weeks, I have a full house again. On my right over here, I have my co-host for my Benchwarmers podcast, Mr. Alex Barker. How you doing, man? Glad to be here, Tank. First time in the studio. Yeah. We're not in my bedroom <laughs> at my desk sharing yeah. a mic. We have two different mics this time. Yeah, yeah. Some good sound quality today. Yeah. Really like sound quality. Yeah. Diagonal for me, I have Mr. Jake Gonzalez, who is the host of the Hardwood Hoop. Hoop, Scoop. I don't know. We're, we're workshopping the name a little bit. Working title. Yeah, Both are great, though. Title. Both are great. I like yeah. it. He is every yeah. Wednesday at 1, which is 24 hours before mine, and I was on his first show yesterday. When we get that up on Spotify, make sure to listen. And then over here, we have Mr. Michael Tarr. <laughs> <laughs> Michael host, Tarr. Host of TNT in Harry the AM. Tarr. Uh, also known as the Tar Man. Very mid show, if you ask. Or Harry. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Dill? Love your intro, man. It gets me pumped up every single time. Ready for you to fix the imaging, but I absolutely love the song. I know. It's, um, it's a vibe. It's, it's, I like it. It's, it is, it's it is a good fire. intro. Yeah. yeah, I like how you pointed out if they if 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 the listeners of Weagle ninety one point one FM don't like Jake's show, don't worry, you get two more of the exact same style content in the next two days. <laughs> yeah. That's and incredible. one of those shows is two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually we will also be on that show for at least an hour of it. Usually, yes. This weekend we got some. Uh, this week we got some cool guests, and next week we have Noah Griffith coming we have on. Have a Ooh, great exciting. guest coming yeah, on. Uh, it was also on the Paul Feinbaum show yesterday. Yes, was it yesterday? Or that was. It was yesterday ago. before that. I think it might have been Monday. Before you jump into the show, just want to put it out there: student journalism matters, y'all. And if there's that, that's not example one. I don't know what it is. It matters. Make sure to follow at your boy the tank to support student journalism. <laughs> oh, that's some leftover salt. On with the show <laughs> we go. So I'm going to start off with college football because it's my passion, my first love. Uh, going to go back to the 2021 season. I have some, some superlatives from cool. last year. All right, all right. I have uh, five. Y'all can feel free to add your own teams if you'd like. But uh, I got first off, I'm going to start off with my most surprising team. I have the Michigan Wolverines. Good take. I agree with that. I like that take. I have my runner-up as the UTSA Roadrunners. Meep, meep. I love me some Roadrunners. I, I, I think you just knocked down the two that I was that came to mind for me. Yeah, no, I agree entirely. Yeah. Uh, most underwhelming team, I have the Oklahoma Sooners. Yes. You'd agree? That game against Kansas was awful. Oh. <laughs> awful. <laughs> Can I throw in an honorable mention for uh, most surprising? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, University of South Carolina Gamecock, Shane Beaver. Yes, 100%. Oh, yeah. I know six and six, seven to six at the end of the year is not super impressive, but wow. Beating it's, North, it's a, it's, great. Beating North great. Carolina, too. It's a big change from what the program had been in the past yes. couple of seasons. And wait, that was his first season, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that's, first. Great. Exactly. that's great. And going into the next season, he's going to have Spencer Rattler at quarterback. That'll be fun to watch. That'll be fun to watch. What if Spencer Rattler's just good? What if he is? I think he is. I genuinely think he the is. The SEC is turning it's turning into a soap opera very quickly. <laughs> and I love it. The we SEC have, has the greatest cast of head coaches along with quarterback personalities. Main characters. In every sport. Yeah, they have the most main sport characters too. in every sport, yeah. I mean, name name a better personality in college basketball right now than Katie Johnson. Or Bruce Pearl. John Calpari. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Boys, is it a pants day or a no pants day? <laughs> it's awesome. I'm wearing shorts. It's no always pants, a no pants day. No pants day. No pants day. 
Uh, best offensive player. Tar's going to love my pick for this. It is Mr. Kenny Pickett. I love Kenny Pickett. The future quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Let's go. There's no chance that the Panthers take him. I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of a lot of heat about that. I'd like honorable mention to throw in my take, um, Mr. Matthew Corral. Very true. I like Matt Corral. I, I, I would agree, but he also, you know, we kind of expect that out of him. If he, were, if he didn't get hurt. During the season, yeah, he'd be uh, he he would have been in New York. I agree. Yeah, I no, and I, I understand we expected him, but still, we can I think I think we can acknowledge that he had a phenomenal season. Matt Matt Corral was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. And best defensive player, I have Mr. Will Anderson from the University yes. of Alabama. Yes, the fact that he absolutely. was not in New York, is yeah, absolutely he, outrageous. And Aiden Hutchinson was no Aiden, dispute. I don't. I'm not that high on Aiden Hutchinson. Got to be honest. You can. I didn't even know that he existed until the Ohio State game. If I'm being completely honest, neither did I really. Like he, he no, kind of like no hate. Talked about. Well, actually, no hate. Honestly, y'all, y'all can quote me on this a few years in the future. Aiden Hutchinson will be a bust in the NFL. Yes, yes. I completely agree with that. I think Dylan and I were talking about that like two days ago. We're like, dude, Aiden yeah. Hutchinson bust. And the, I, th- I talked about this last week on my on uh on the show. We were talking about between Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson, who's gonna be the Kayvon first. Kayvon Thibodeau's pick. good, man. You can't pass on that talent, and if you do, I don't think Aiden Hutchinson has can make up for what you're missing out with Kayvon. Oh, I, I Thibodeau should get number one. I feel like this is shaping. Thibodeau up to be won't like, go one. But I feel like this is shaping up. He to should. Like, do you I pick, mean, like, it's just the Jaguars. They need everything. offensive uh, tackles, offensive line more than they yeah, need. To yeah. Keep the chances of keeping Trevor Lawrence alive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Bart- what I was gonna say is like I feel like the choice between um, Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau is similar to like back when we were picking between Mitch Trubisky or Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's like are they both good coming out of college? Yes, but I think one of them's going to be good in the NFL. Uh, the way I see it is, uh, I think Evan Neal is definitely going to be a uh, is is definitely in that conversation to be the number one overall pick because, like Jake said earlier, they do need some uh, pass blockers, and I think Evan Neal is without a doubt the best. Oh, he's absolutely the best in this draft. draft. So if it's not going to be Thibodeau or Hutchinson, it's going to be Evan Neal. And just to move on, you know. Coach, my coach of the year. Y'all know I love my Bearcats. Yeah, no, and this is a good pick. I like this. Luke Fickle. It is a good pick. First time American team has made it to the CFP. Um, I will also I will say Shane Beamer. Yep, that's won. exactly. Beamer. Jake and I made eye contact, knew exactly what the other one was going to say. But I also want to say Kirby Smart because he got Georgia over the hump. You know what? You're right. Actually, I think he's got. A, I think you've got a good point. There's a lot of validity in that. Just, will, just, just solely be because right he got Georgia from. You know, actually getting to that national championship or whatever championship they're looking for. They didn't get the SEC, which they should have. But and I'll use this as a tangent for my next thing on my rundown. Uh, speaking of head coaches, and probably could win Coach of the Year, Jim Harbaugh has announced he will be staying at Michigan amidst all of the NFL rumors. Really? When was as as, as of this morning? That was, oh, as that of was yesterday. yesterday. As of yesterday. Yeah. Sorry, guys, yeah. I had to work yesterday. I, pretty busy. I had I got two notifications <laughs> on my phone. One that he was planning on signing with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, that's what I had heard. And well, then they they flew him out for an interview, so he was out like at the Vikings headquarters. And then the yeah. next day he announced that he was staying with Michigan. It was what I heard. He saw Kirk Cousins throw a few passes. Like I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to deal with this. <laughs> I, mean, I heard. I heard he used mid. it as like leverage to get a new contract. Or to get more money. Maybe. I think I that the, the doesn't birth he the, have like a lifetime contract? I don't know what Michigan? his contract is. That's well, what I heard. He signed an extension, which made his buyout a little bit less than what it would have been. Oh, okay. From now on, he's no matter how he performs, he's gonna be like constantly like in fear of his job security. Can I make Ohio's, Can I make a quick comment? Uh, go ahead, uh, no, you're good, you're good. Uh, Bark by all means. We're good Just a quick comment about hiring um, coaches like Har- Michigan did with Harbaugh. 
Um, lifetime contracts, and I understand he's not on a true lifetime, and there's always the fear of getting fired. Harbaugh's one of those guys you hire and you can't fire um, because of his ties to the University of Michigan. Yeah. Uh, I understand wanting to coach if you're at your alma mater. I understand. But schools need to take a long, hard look in the mirror before they make a decision to hire someone like a Harbaugh, who I actually, at this point, I think I will retract my statement about being a bust. Cough, cough, Scott Frost. Yeah, literally. Scott Frost is a good example. Great example. Best example. Uh, one of those unfireable coaches. Yeah, because of their deep ties to the university, that's a, that's a tough look, and it, and it's a fine line you got to walk. Yeah, I was talking to my dad yesterday about all this, and one of the things he brought up was like with, the, with Austin Davis and whatnot. I talk about that a little bit later, but he brought up uh, get Bo. I was like, we don't want Bo as OC because here's the thing: you can't get rid of him if he's not good. Bo Jackson? Yeah. That's what he oh, said. okay. I understand. Um, your dad wanting Bo Jackson. I understand your argument, but also Bo Jackson's never vo- been vocal enough to be a coach i don't yeah. think i don't think he has any like want I or desire now. to ever be Bo, a coach Bo, don't get I me wrong he gives a lot of money to the university and a lot yes. of money and, and does a lot for the university but he's not a very vocal he's not a chuck he's not a charles barkley yeah and, and like there's a there's a big difference between being active in your university and then being on like a coaching staff and like an actual like role and he also brought up move up cadillac to oc no no i no. think i think the worst thing Auburn can do right now is to hire within the organization again because yes. moving up Joe Schmetting to D.C. after Mason left did not look good. Right. It's not a good move to me. Yeah. I mean, I, it already I, doesn't look good that we're losing. I think team. a lot of the players enjoyed that move, though. That's, yeah, that's it, the only thing. It can boost morale if you if you, if you trust your linebackers coach enough to move up to defensive coordinator. But I feel like for offensive coordinator, it's, you have to hire outside the program. It's one thing to have a coach in waiting for a position. It's another thing to just hire from within because it, it's familiar. That I think that those are two very different things. Let's look at what just happened to Notre Dame. Those guys were fired up. They love that guy. Uh, for Freeman, right? Marcus Freeman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who also, by the way, even despite his loss in his first game, I think is going to rock at Notre Dame. I completely agree. Um, I am I love Marcus Freeman. But that's, that's a very different scenario than just being like, oh, crap, we have to hire from within. I agree, and we might. But Auburn's not going to be the only team in Alabama that might be losing a coordinator soon. Uh, <laughs> going to keep it brief. This is just objective news. Go ahead. Uh, Alabama defense coordinator Pete Golding was arrested last night with the DUI. No statement has been made yet, but I'm assuming there will be one made sooner than later. I would think by this afternoon, probably by the yeah. time we got off the show. Yeah. Um, one I- comment on that quickly, not to not comment on DUI or character wise. I am uh, immensely impressed by Auburn Twitter's ability, for the most part, to refrain uh, yeah. from clowning. DUI is not a funny joke, guys. Yes. Um, and I, this is going to sound really weird to plug, but like, just don't drink and drive. Um, it's not funny to clown, and it's classless. Um, someone made a very, very poor decision that's going to affect them for the rest of their lives, and we're lucky it didn't have it didn't affect anybody else. Very true. Uh, well, I'm going to well keep said. it with the. Well said, is all I said. Oh yeah. 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 Just keep it with the coaching because I have a few more other stuff I've written. I'm just gonna keep it coach related for right now until we are until I break. But just move on to Austin Davis. Uh, announced two days ago he was stepping down as Auburn's offensive coordinator for personal reasons. We none of us really know what those personal reasons are. Do we think it's actually personal reasons, or do we think that he saw something here that he? I've seen both. Know? I've seen both. Yeah, yeah it's possible. I want. I just want to get y'all's opinion on it because I don't. I don't. I don't know what to think. I will say like the the straight quotes that we as as like the press and the media were given from Austin Davis. It was all like he specified almost multiple times that it was 100 percent personal reasons. He just wanted to spend more time with his family. 
Um, I mean, that could be due to him not wanting to be recruit and see how much time he was going to have to spend on the road recruiting. Which is also an underrated part that people don't realize. How much time it takes away from your family? I it mean, takes I get a it. lot of time. Because it's, like, it's football, and that's it. Yep, that's it. I mean, Joe Brady stepped away from college to go to the NFL, and now because he didn't want to do recruiting. And now he's the quarterback coach at the Buffalo Bills, where he doesn't really be doing it that much, in all honesty. We're going to coach Josh Allen. He's already a top <laughs> What's top it, three, yeah, how, it gonna make top three quarterback. It, it kind of got what was Austin Davis doing with Russell Wilson? Yeah, exactly. Um, but you also keep in consideration, and, and this kind of piggybacks off the last conversation. Uh, you don't want to speculate too much when someone says this for personal reasons. Respect that it's their, uh, that it's, yeah. it's their personal reasons. We have no background knowledge. There's no. There are rumors floating around. I, I would love for people just to kill those off. Don't speculate. Um, you don't know what's going on in this guy's life. He may really just want to step back and be with his kids, which is. By the way, 100% understandable. Well, I saw something that he said that, or because a college coaching job is very different in terms of like how much time you have to spend on the job with like recruiting and stuff. And I think maybe he just realized, hey, like I like when I'm not in season, like I have to be on the road recruiting, and he may have just not wanted to do that and spend more time with his family. And we still got two more minutes to kill, uh, so I'm just going to throw this out there, James Madison, because ran really off topic. Fourth president of the United States. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that guy, right? He's moving from the FCS. To the Sun Belt, starting JMU this year. Yeah, let's go. Which is going to be love fun. JMU. Yeah. yeah, they won two FCS championships. They have ten conference championships, six since 2015. Love seeing little Jimmy step up to the yeah. next next. Awesome. Who's, ne- who's next? Is it North Dakota State? Will they finally step up and get like a like they get a MAC grade, right? Wanted, they could easily get in the MAC. Yeah, even the uh, Mountain West. North, North, honestly, both of those like Dakota schools up there. I wish we could have seen the Oregon North Dakota State game that was going to happen before COVID canceled it. Dude, I really I that, that stinks. Even they if need to even if that. Oregon would have won by sixty, it would just been I don't know. It would have been fun to see. Exactly. I don't think they would have won by sixty either. I think it would have been a good game. Been. I think Oregon would have won by a couple tutties, but I think it would have been a good game. Yeah. I do wonder when Jackson State. No, it's really. I think it's just been a lot. They're going to keep uh, Dion, but I do wonder if they're ever going to make a jump up because they're bringing in a lot of good recruits now. How cool is it? This is a genuine statement. How cool is it to see these recruits like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm going to get looked at anywhere I go, yeah, especially if you're cool. a five-star. Let's go to an HBCU and keep building the culture and bringing notoriety to HBCUs. That rocks, by I the way. I think it's dope. And also, anytime cool. I, I watch Florida State fans cry, it's so <laughs> That I mean, that is a fun added bonus. Yes. The guy who burned his signed Deion Sanders Florida State so jersey. Mad, bro. Dude, just give it away. I'll take it for free. I don't even like Florida State. <laughs> Give hey, it to me. Give me, give or, me Coach Prime, you know? I, I don't want – I'm, I'm not going to call someone a racist on live radio, but, like, come on now. That's a really bad look. You know what everybody's thinking when you're burning a jersey like that after someone commits to an up-and-coming program. Dude, like, that's, like, that's a great sports collectible, too. Like, I, I have a Tennessee Titans helmet signed by Marcus Mariota. Our uh, roommate tried to throw it away. Our roommate tried to throw it away. I was like, dude, that's a Heisman winner. Mary Goda, bro. Exactly. You're not going to see anything Mariota-related with Tennessee ever again. I am hearing rumors that he might sign with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've also heard that. Let's get after it. <laughs> but we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Kiffin and the Jimbo beef. And Jackson we'll talk about Dart. some National Signing Day. We'll be right back. Welcome back uh, for the second block of Tank Talks Football here on Wigan 91.1 FM. We're going to start out by talking about some Jimbo Fisher action. If you've been on Twitter over the past 24 hours, you have noticed that he is trending because he had himself a little rant based on the words of another SEC coach named Lane Kiffin, who we all know is known for his ability to troll. Troll. Be a menace on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I remember Great saying, follow, by the way. He did not. 
if uh, honestly following Kiffin on Twitter, he is hilarious. His off season stuff where he was like showing the different airports he was at to like trick fan bases thinking he was interviewing for him. And oh, then he so and then he started hilarious. just taking pictures of like no smoking signs and caution yeah. slippery <laughs> when wet and and I'm all in. I think it's hilarious. My favorite Lane Kiffin content has been the one with him with the recruit in the Ole Miss hoodie with the Aston Martin in the back. Such was that not picture. Jackson Dart? It was Jackson Dart and that other guy that came with him. I forgot. Jackson Dart, of course, is now an Ole Miss Rebel Black Bear. Uh, whatever Ole Miss Dart, is. Whatever, whatever they, are. they are. Ole Miss good football team. Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Ole USC are both destroying the transporter right now with yes. Caleb Williams. With, with Washington USC. changing their name to the Commanders, I think Ole Miss just needs to take the name of Ole Miss football, football team. team or Ole Miss baseball team. That's I just would, it. Please. <laughs> whatever their sport is, just brand it like that. I would love just, that no, just, so No, much. just the – Troll everyone. The University of Mississippi. And that's it. Just troll oh, everyone. Trademark the word the, like Ohio State. Yeah. Ohio State you. gets denied. Ole Miss gets approved. Yeah, but It uh, just means more. It just means more. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Kevin said it via tweet or in a interview, but he said he, he said it something on the lines of there should be a salary cap for the NIL stuff because these bigger market schools – are going to offer these players more money than a Mississippi team can. He just knows that he can't win in that aspect with the money. That's like well, what, what he says. I has do. Some a, validity, a brings up a it. very, very good point. No, of, yeah. Because like, why? Why would you go to like a? I don't want to say Auburn. I well, yeah. Auburn. Why would you want to go to like? Well, I guess let's go it. Say Auburn. Tennessee. Let's go Tennessee. Okay. Yeah. Why would you want to go to Tennessee? And get paid half the money that you would if you just go to like a USC or a Texas, an A and M, yeah, in Alabama, in Alabama or Georgia. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's like why? Why would you even think about it? Because right There's now, right now, these players are thinking about what money can they make now? Because if they don't make it to the NFL, they don't get money in the future. And I, a lot of these five stars are thinking that way now. Oh, so yeah, it bring like it just brings up that good point of. Where is a lot of this NIL money really coming from? Because it's supposed to be like an exchange of services in a sense. Yes. Where these businesses and companies, whatever it is. It's on the model of capitalism, actually. It's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You ever heard of capitalism? (laughs) No, never, never, never. (laughs) Um, But it's just like, it feels like a lot of the times you see these guys getting these deals, but they're not actually doing anything in terms of rewarding that company for sponsoring them. Right. Yeah. There's kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make my appearance. I get paid, and then I'm just going to But it's just like you don't ever see the appearance or anything like that. There's going to come a day, and it's going to come soon, um, where there's regulations on the NIL. There there needs to be. And as there is in any any functioning mixed, mixed market economy, there should be. But in the same token, I mean, what we're looking at now with the transfer portal and the NIL, whether you like it or not, college football is no longer college football. It is semi-professional football. Yes, 100%. And, and, and I'm not saying that is a – y'all don't understand. I'm not saying this is, yeah. a, this oh, is a good or a bad thing. That completely makes sense. You guys – and, and y'all, y'all know personally where I stand on this. I yes. think all of y'all understand. But that's – that's I'm not even putting my input in. We're going to see a regulation at some point. Kiffin brings up a conversation that's already already been started, but he's a big voice that that's moving it in the direction. People are like, oh, man, maybe we should really pay attention to – how this goes about, how this is still ethical with the recruiting. Right. Because that's the biggest thing is making sure that it's at least even across the board for schools and not just allowing the bigger teams to dominate the market. Because that's that, I know that was a lot of f- fears of what people had coming into the NIL situation in the first place. And we've kind of seen it start to happen just a little bit. But I, I think it's a very important thing to look forward to and see how it develops within the next few years. It's yeah. something to keep an eye on. 
And to go back to the Jimbo Fisher thing, I mean, I think he kind of took what Lane said out of context based on his response to it. Because, I mean, that probably is a trust fund at A&M for recruits. It's probably a trust fund at a lot of other schools for that as well. But when A&M, out of nowhere, gets number one class, it kind of bodes some questions, especially when they got three of the top, like, 15 D tackles and three of the top 15 defensive ends. A lot of these guys are going to transfer. Correct. Uh, and you're right. And, and, and A&M's number one class was surprising, to say the least. Uh, but before anything's proven about what's you know what may be going on behind the scenes, take it at service value. Fisher recruited really well at Florida State, too. Um, kids want to play for him. I personally don't get the angle because I've never been a Jimbo Fisher you know, supporter. Yeah. Um, I've never understood his appeal. But I'm sure he's a very different person in, in behind closed doors than he is on and as a presence like to the to the media. But on that on that same tangent, I, I got a, I got news for everybody listening to Weagle ninety one point one FM. Which by the way, we love you, you viewers. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, but if you're a fan of any team, especially in the Power Five in college athletic inter, intercollegiate athletics, English is the language I speak. Um, your team has committed recruiting violations, whether they got caught or not. Oh, 100%. It happens everywhere. And it, it is in, remarkably hard to reg, re, regulate. Not regulate. Regulate. Yeah. <laughs> so just, just keep that in mind and take everything that's kind of coming out with a grain of salt until any validity is put forth in these conversations. Yeah. I will say, Jimbo in the public eye, I, I, the way he like worded all of this, he's making it sound like he's like this upstanding figure. He sounded like a jerk. Yeah, like he's like someone who's like, I deserve this respect. Do not call me out on something that you have no proof of me doing. But everyone does this to every coach. I mean, it's kind of hard not to like have some kind of like call out to like a to like a a Lincoln Riley, who tore up the transfer portal with because what do you get? You can market L.A. in so many different ways. Oh, L.A. is well, what what I kind of took from Jimbo's comment was that he was saying like that he didn't even use NIL as any kind of incentive for getting these players there, which, which just can't be true. Well, I mean that's how I interpreted it. Yeah, is, but you know that Lincoln Riley is using the city of Los Angeles and everything that comes with that as a massive like reason to come to you. And let's let's not forget Jimbo. The reason people are are not raising red flags about your USC's, your Texas. Um, things that your Alabama's of that nature is, dude. They've been on the top of the college football world recently. I mean, I know that USC was when we were younger and in the early 2000s. But like but, recently, relative. But like, look at look at these these historic teams that that we look back and go, you know, they're not good now, but eventually they're going to be back. It, that's exactly. it's it's yeah. the cycle of they life. They have too much money. They have too much backing. Like they're just and those. they have too much history. Yes, too much history. And, and there's and there's not many teams like that. And it's also and funny because uh, I forgot what kind of stat you brought up last night, but. The five stars go to these big programs because they know they can win. I don't see what a lot of these recruits saw in A and M, because well, what maybe Jimbo? Yeah. I'm not. I oh, don't. I hate going to bat for Jimbo Fisher. Y'all know this, <laughs> but but maybe maybe Jimbo has just figured out the recruiting algorithm at A and M. Texas is bad right now. You can capitalize on the on the in state kids, which I think he's. I mean, A and M's winning Texas right now. Yes, easy. clearly. Yeah. Maybe he's selling kids on a vision. Maybe he's got a staff that recruits with him that can provide a vision. I don't necessarily think so, but I mean, there's also the, the 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 point that I mean, let's face it. Outside of the last two years that he was at FSU, Jimbo was a really good recruiter. Has been his whole life. Yeah. Yes. No, he has. And well, what he said on SEC Network last night 
was that he's like, you can go to these schools like Bama and then you'll just be another national championship winner. But if you come here, you can build something, be the first people to do it, be, make it historic. And there are guys that are probably drawn to that. Yeah, because like eight and four is not something we That see sounds like a year. very specific coach that we have at Auburn named Bruce Pearl. The whole make history thing. Yes. And that's the way that he's built yeah. the Auburn program. And it's worked for Pearl. Yeah. Leave the NCAA allegations aside. Leave it aside. It's worked for him. It's worked for other coaches. Yeah. I mean, Fickle yeah. had to sell a bunch of dudes to come to an American Athletic Conference yes. uh, team. They made the college football playoff and made history. And now they're going to be in the Big 12 starting this year. Really? Yep. That's like actually confirmed? Yep. Yes. Because I don't think – it's Oklahoma and Texas aren't coming until they can it, get they that have buyout, to get out right? The, they have to get out of that contract, the, the TV contract. Which is big. Like, Which that's is, not until like 2025 yeah. or something. Ooh, but, then, I, but then we'll get SEC Network too instead of the Longhorn Network. Yeah. It'll yeah, actually right. be useful. The Longhorn Network needs to die. I don't we think all know we're going to wait until 2025. I, it won't be that. Oh, there is no shot. That means that the SEC will then become the minor league NFL. Yeah. That's at, what it already at is. At that point. Yeah. I mean, like, it already is, but with the addition of Texas, and the only big market school that we wouldn't have is – USC, USC and Ohio State, I guess. Notre like, Dame. Notre, I don't. I, you know, I don't like Notre Dame. Dylan. Well, <laughs> you brought up big market. No, yes, yes. They no, have a big market. No, yeah, you're you're totally right. Because like, oh. how do you sell kids on Notre Dame? Like, they're zero and nine, and they're all their. Do you want your? Do you want to be on NBC every Saturday? They are zero and nine in every college football playoff and BCS appearance since the year two thousand. Just want to throw that out there. I mean, yeah, but you can also look at the history of Notre Dame as a program as well. Yeah. Yes. Just, just like how USC is able to use their history as a selling point, Notre Dame very well. Used no, yes, there's I seven schools that. that I just came up with. Just I was I, that's why I was, I was mouthing words right, yeah. at you, Bark. I was talking out loud. You're good. Seven schools that are going to be competitive for recruits every single year, and that is as 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 follows: You have Alabama, you have Notre Dame, Texas, USC. Uh, I had I had the other 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 Georgia ones. Georgia. No, I, I would I didn't even put Georgia in the elitist group. I was going to say Ohio State. Yeah. Um, man, I had I had two others like concrete. Oh, University of Miami. Clemson? I would say Florida. Are you going to throw Clemson in there? Or not really? Uh, Clemson now, so I guess eight. Clemson and yeah. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, I, th- those are, those are going to be perennial names unless Jimbo yes. keeps – I mean, not Jimbo, unless Dabo keeps putting that ship underwater. I would like to I mean, Florida Dabo did just sign his son. Well. UF? Yeah. They always yeah, they always bring him. Good they're all and they got always. Napier now, yeah. man. He rocks. That'll be cool. Over the last two minutes, I'm just going to get y'all's opinion if you can just want to give me uh, – So, National Signing Day was yesterday. Really? They say oh, yeah. I know it was all Didn't notice. <laughs> uh, did. uh, it was a little quiet. The planes was quiet. Yeah. Van- Vandy was at 31 overall. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, let's go. Anchor down, baby. But Anchor if you can down. just give me one word to describe how you feel about the fact that Auburn did not sign anyone left to right, Tar. Embarrassing. Huh? Depressing. That was all work. How do you – Trevon Reed's whole message going into – the time between the early signing period and yesterday was we're not done yet. Oh, they were done. They were done. I, I will say they made they made big strides in between the two in signing people in that time. Yeah. But, I mean, there was just nothing on I mean, we did day. sign like five quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Yeah. 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 And we lost a receiver, the position we needed we, the most. We lost on. another one yesterday. Hey, I, can, I got a good we plug for you Hudson. before you go to the PSA break. All right, go so, for it. So you can, whenever you're ready, you just let me know. I mean, we're going to talk about the NFL when we get back. But well, talk. we left out one conversation before we get to NFL. Senior Bowl? Programming consistency. Ah. Ah. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about the NFL, and the GOAT is no longer going to be playing football. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the <laughs> second the second half of Tank Dogs Football. <laughs> I, I missed what was said, and I don't know if I'll I want to. No, I can, so I, can, I, can, I can repeat it on yeah, live. It's, it's, it's actually not – 
It's not Perverse bad. or profane. <laughs> Back-to-back weeks where I missed something that was said, and I'm scared. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, you really, there's really nothing to be scared no, of. No, it's, it's funny. No, I it's said, good. Well, Abby sent me um, a TikTok yesterday um, of a girl that said, hey, to all the girls out there who got made fun of in middle school for your One Direction phase, just know that those same boys that were making fun of you uh, back in middle school are currently writing notes app thank you letters to Tom Brady and posting it on Instagram thinking that he's ever going to see it. And uh, uh, they're also crying. And I was like, you know what? This is making me angry because I think I just got attacked yeah, for being yeah. factual. Well, but I can honestly say a... I never picked on anybody from One Direction. I don't I care. Didn't like, you, I like didn't either. you like what music you like, man. I have. I didn't either, but don't hate on us for being a little emotional about Tom Brady. We're all we're all in a very sensitive spot right yeah. now. See, I we told you it was not profane. profane. Yeah. It was I, just, I thought it was funny. Like, no, it, it was yeah, funny. As, but yeah, it's a good tangent because we're going to talk about Tom Brady for a little bit. <clears throat> a quarterback who we've never seen a season without in our lifetime has just has announced a few days ago that he will be retiring from the league. 22, 22 years in the NFL leads every quarterback category for uh, record talks, except for the interceptions. That is owned by Brett Favre by a mile. Uh, also owns every playoff record imaginable. And, of course, seven rings. Could have been 10, but Eli Manning and Nick Foles had something to say about it. You want the uh, career stat line real quick? Go for it. So, uh, Tom Brady, career uh, games played, 318. Uh, completion percentage, 64.2. He was, let's see, where's it? Touchdown, 624 touchdowns to 203 interceptions, averaging across his career 7.5 yards per attempt, and he accrued over 5,600 fantasy points in his life. Wow. That's the big stat right there that we all care about. Oh, uh, by the way, 84,520 passing yards. And 624 touchdowns. All this from a sixth-round pick. Barely saw the field of Michigan. (laughs) And seven Super Bowls. Can't forget that one. Uh, Yeah, I I forgot that was. Could have been 10. If not for Eli Manning and Nick Foles. Let's not forget the ones that gave us Tom Brady. Thank you to the Jets for injuring Drew Bledsoe. And allowing Tom Brady to step onto the field I did not for the first time and that. just yes. take over just, the league. Just think about it. The Jets caused their own pain and suffering for so many years pain because they injured suffering. Drew, Drew Bledsoe. I think you blame Joe Namath for a lot of that because a lot of rumors that he sold his soul to the devil for that. Or he sold, he sold the Jets over to the devil for that. Uh, but, you know, it takes a lot of – the fact that he left the Patriots after so long with them Went to the Bucks year one with them, won a Super Bowl for them, made it back to the playoffs this year, and I mean, I guess we all, we all wanted him to go out. He deserved to go out on top. Oh, yeah, that's why I didn't believe the first when Schefter reported. And I've never not believed Schefter ever. Yeah, uh, he's like the NFL Woj. Yeah, but uh, I was like, oh, this one he missed for the first time in his career. He missed because there's no way yeah. Brady's not going to go out on top. I thought that he was going to announce that he was going to do like a little like retirement. Um, like goodbye tour kind of thing, like what Kobe did. So if like anyone every earned like, it, if anyone earned it, it's Tom. Because like imagine, I mean, the ticket prices for all of those games would be insanely high, no matter who he's playing or where he's playing. It's one of Tom Brady's final games. That's what I thought he was gonna do. Guys, my laptop's listening to me. I just opened up Twitter, and it's the first tweet is from the uh, it's a eighteen hours ago the New England Patriots statement on Bill Belichick on Tom Brady. <laughs> Big brother getting, is listening. That's not getting to Bill Belichick right now. <laughs> Let's keep his keep him a little quiet over there. But uh yeah, Tom Brady's out and what's next for the Bucks? Can I ask what was your first Tom Brady memory? 
my first Tom Brady memory. Oh, that's a great. It would have been the it would have been the helmet catch Super Bowl. Helmet that was also ball. mine. That was the very first. I don't know if it was the very. First, it wasn't the first football. It game. It was my first. NFL it was game. the first. It was the first NFL game that I watched because it was played in Arizona. I was living in Arizona at the time. I knew some kids that like had parents that like knew people that like going to the game. It was this huge deal. And uh, after that game, I became a huge Tom Brady fan. I was like, I love the Patriots. I love the colors. You know the whole thing. Mine was actually. It was all. It was in that same year. I was in a hotel room in like Washington D.C. And the, the, I think the Colts and the Patriots are playing in the playoffs. And I remember that game because I don't know what it was about it, but it was just like that kind of – that whole like environment and situation that it was in was just wild. I think that my most – my first memory of Tom Brady was the helmet catch Super Bowl. My most memorable moment from Tom Brady was the year that if Pittsburgh ever had a chance to make the Super Bowl again with under Ben Roethlisberger, that was going to be our year. I believe it was 2016. And – not only did we go into Foxborough and lose, we got our butts handed to us. <laughs> and uh, I think Tom threw for four touchdowns that game and then had two like rushing first downs because, of course, that right. just to add insult to injury because that's what he did. Uh, that, was, that was, I think, my most memorable Tom Brady moment. I love that. That and him throwing the Lombardi Trophy from boat to boat after winning Actually, the favorite, Super Bowl. That was favorite fantastic. Tom Brady that's my moment. favorite favorite, one. favorite memory would be that. Yeah. <laughs> My personal favorite memory is uh, my Tennessee Titans beating him in his final game in Foxborough. Ooh. <laughs> Great memory. I will and his final throw is a pick six to seal the deal. Of course will, it was. I will pose this question. Maybe. So there is a five-year waiting period for the yes. Hall of Fame. Uh, Peyton Manning had to wait five years. Ray Lewis had to wait five years. Wayne Gretzky got a, got a nod in the NHL Hall of Fame. Should they do the same for Tom Brady? Just immediate? Yeah. Y- yeah. If anyone in the if anyone in the history of the sport of football deserves it, it's Tom Brady and Tom Brady. Alone. If one writer votes against him as a first ballot Hall of Famer, they should lose their job. I yes. completely agree. Completely there's there's agree. no reason Tom Brady shouldn't already be in the Hall of Fame. Jesse he should have been in the Hall probably. of Fame as an active player when he won the sixth Literally. ring. Yes, when exactly. he won the sixth ring. Yes, when he came back from twenty eight to three. That dude has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise. That is yeah. let that sink in for a minute. And you take away. There's no NBA player that can say that. Yeah. No NBA player that can say that. Well, well I mean, the Bill, Bill Russell Bulls. does have 11 rings. Who does? Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Uh, never mind then. So, I mean, he like. He was a. But th- those are player coach both, but still, that's that's an absurd amount of rings. Yeah, that is true. It's a would, lot of hardware. And now the big question going into this offseason for the Buccaneers, at least, is what you do at quarterback. Do you stick with Trask, who you drafted in the second round? Sometimes you go forward, you have to go back, get Jameis Winston. <laughs> Run it back, <laughs> please. The second, run it the back. second option would 30 be thirty for thirty yes, yet again. <laughs> Hire Jeff Fisher. Blaine Gabbert. Sixty for sixty. <laughs> do you draft? Well, do you draft a replacement though? I mean, do you do you trust? But if Jameis, if you want to trust Jameis Winston to come back, do you trust? Like, try do to you sign Jameis, then just maybe like experiment with Jameis and Trask? No, like, because Winston's going to get locked up by the Saints and take him to the Super Bowl. Point. I'm also okay with and that. And if he threw 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns, we couldn't see. It's not unrealistic to think he could throw 60 touchdowns and 60 picks I to go with it. Exactly. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I have I, seen rumors that James Winston might get signed by the Steelers. Let's let's do it. Let's eat that W. Please. Anybody but Mason. <laughs> I I don't think that the Bucks will take a quarterback in this draft. No, though. I don't think so. Don't think so. I, I, I I don't think that there's just. I don't think there's good enough quarterbacks. In the I, was, I think I was if, you give, if you give Bruce Arians Malik Willis to work with for a year, I don't think the Bucks will use a pick. I'm not very high on Malik Willis. Especially with how lie. high they want him to go. Well, it's like, what else do they need? That's the thing. That I mean, is true. A wide receiver now. Wide receivers. Because Chris Godwin's going to go. 
Uh, yeah, for sure. Chris Godwin's going to look so good in the black and gold. I can't wait. <laughs> in case you guys were wondering, every single time someone gets mentioned that's a superstar player that, or like even above average player that's going to be a free agent this year, I'm like, they're going to look so well, good. Well, he in doesn't black meet the stigma for Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers. He doesn't have a TikTok. Yeah, let's get rid of the stigma. <laughs> Actually, no. This year, if you're in the draft and you don't have a TikTok dance, you can't get drafted by the Steelers. I agree. All right, there goes Kenny Pickett. Kenny, I'm going to need you to go Kenny, Corvette, Corvette Kenny, somewhere. Kenny Pickett can do a mean dice roll. Let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Throw it. He does have a clean flakes, a fake slide, too. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, that was, fake slide that was into a dice thing. roll? That was the best thing for about five days. Because everyone's like crying about it. It's like, oh, that's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. I, th- I, th- I thought it was great. It's a great highlight clip. It's a great highlight. Also, there's a reason why no one's really done it before. Because you kind it's it's hard to fake a slide, let's be honest. Oh, man, slide canceled in real life. Slide canceled. He didn't even mean to do it. He really didn't. But uh, keep it in the quarterback conversation. Uh, so the Broncos hired their head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, who is the office coordinator for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers now loading. So they're, Aaron Rodgers I feel like they're going to be making a push for Aaron Rodgers. But on the other hand, rumors are out that, that he just Aaron bought Rogers, a house in Franklin. Yeah, he just bought a house about in Franklin, ten minutes Tennessee. from my house. Okay. So is it gonna be the, could the Titans make a push? You don't think the Titans can make a push for Aaron? No, I, you do. As, I, I, you already know Titans where fan. I stand on this. He's gonna look great in the black and gold next year. He's gonna <laughs> look great. Every free agent going to Pittsburgh. Every single one. He's gonna look good. Tar, we'll just Carolina give you. black and blue. <laughs> That'd be sick. What'd you say, Bart? Uh, I was just saying. Um, I think he's going to Nashville for the Titans. Cool. That'd be sick. <laughs> I, I really as much no, as I, no, dude. I just don't think that's in all in all seriousness, we have Tannehill and I don't think that Tannehill has done bad enough like, to where we would I sign him. Like, Aaron Rodgers throwing to AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I would love oh. it. No, no, I'm not saying I'm just saying from like the perspective of being realistic. How sick would that be? They'd be a Super so, Bowl winner. I feel like the Titans have to try at least. Do the Titans so. have enough cap space to hold Aaron Rodgers? They'll figure it out. Saying. They'll figure it out. Release Derrick Henry. S- sign and trade. Any sign and trade. Any team in the NFL that is worried about cap space, if they need a quarterback, figure it out. They will figure it out to try to get Aaron Rodgers. The Titans aren't – last time I checked, the Titans aren't, like, in dangerous room with well, cap space. that's because y'all are a poverty franchise, but yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. I did pay Ryan Tannehill a lot of money. Yeah, that is true. And, like, Tannehill – Is fine. He's fine. That's it. He's fine. He's, 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 he's fine. Hey, let's let's look at the look at the bright side of here. Stetson Bennett just won a ship. As much as I do not like Georgia, I think the greatest game Bennett. manager of all time. The great, but he threw an absolute dot that one time. In the Bark, how you that one knowing, time, he how threw you that knowing that Tar over here just compared Stetson Bennett to Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I'm okay with that. Tannehill played receiver in college. <laughs> He's, uh, you know what I mean? Like that's that's okay. I feel like that's a decent comparison. Actually, like like, comparison. he owns records at A and M though. For receiving, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> For receiving, that's, that's so dope. sick. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, Tennessee fans are very not happy with Tannehill, which, like, understandably so. But he did when you like that game. No, one hundred percent. We decided to gift Joe Burrow <laughs> with a Super Bowl appearance. And in your division, your uh, one of your division rivals, the Houston Texans, also looking for a new quarter, a uh, new head coach. They're and looking for a new everything. New everything. <laughs> They're looking for a new everything. <laughs> a new yeah. will to keep playing football. But, uh, <laughs> They're looking for new everything. I find the first name uh, Tar tweeted about it because I was Googling it in the middle of class. Uh, one of the guys they're looking at is Josh McCown. Please. I need that. <laughs> I need and that. I Googled life. him. I was like, what? has this guy been coaching can he, at all? Can he coach and play quarterback? Davis <laughs> Mills is not bad. 
I will put it out there. Davis Mills is not bad. That might be the time to go to the PSA. <laughs> we still got two minutes. Okay. We still got two minutes to kill. Uh, two other people they are looking at is Jonathan Gannon, defense coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. And when we come back, we're going to talk about their third candidate, Mr. Brian Flores. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the last block of Tank Talks Football. Bark, was that a TikTok I heard over there? Nope. <laughs> Never bark. <laughs> Never. Before we start our Brian Flores uh, conversation, because I feel like it might take a little while, I just want to throw out the uh, fact that the Washington football team is the football team no longer. They Boo. are now known Ooh. as the <laughs> Washington. my favorite joke in all sports. <laughs> it was such a good name, too. <sighs> Dang it. But they are now the Washington Commanders, which is, I, I guess, probably safe for everyone across in the world. Wasn't room. there an XFL team called the Commanders? Yes, there probably. was. It just, it San just Antonio? bothered me how on Madden they were just called, like, football team or team and I'm just like come on man I like the Washington, Washington, I like the Washington football team I thought that was an elite name it was it, a it, it was a very nice change of pace for what pro football is I, I, I don't like how the Cleveland Guardians should have been the Cleveland baseball team it would have been elite the, Actually, the Cleveland Guardians is just lame commanders yes. is lame like all these renames are just not fun like doing something like the Red Hogs or whatever they're the, other, the Red Wolves the Red cool. Wolves would have been cool like that would been sick anything with like a crazy animal with a color and action added to it would be so and the, cool. like like the Rocket City Trash Pandas literally if they did yeah. something like that that would be very cool take minor league baseball teams yes. just buy out the rights and, it would be a very elite and the the things the fans have been saying on Twitter the uh, their war cry the we are commanders <laughs> bum 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 that it's, is awesome it's Funny. It's pretty bad. What do y'all What do y'all think of the uniforms though? I feel like they're, they're just, mid. They're, they're terrible. Just kinda, I kind of like the black ones, but they're just like I don't like the black ones. The white ones are disgusting. I hate the white. ones. I hate them so much. The red ones, not that bad. Yeah. The, yeah. The, I agree the, with that. The numbers look horrific though. Also, the, the, lo- so the logo is the exact same. They just added it an is extra the exact line. Same. They added two lines. Yeah. I just the commanders. It's just kind of boring. It's I don't so know. Boring. Like it is. Like I think they should have done something with maybe a little bit more heritage to their area. I don't really know what that would mean, but like commanders is just like lame. The president? A lot of news coming out of Washington today, actually, with uh the Congress hearing uh, about Dan Snyder. Oh. So potential trouble in what is a dumpster fire, not paradise, but Yeah. And one of these poor quarterbacks in this draft class is gonna have to go to that team. Taylor Heineke would like a word. Rest in peace, Matt Corral. <laughs> yeah, I think Matt Corral. But uh, to go on to a more a serious topic would be Brian Flores. Uh, came out two days ago, yesterday? Three days ago. We, came were, out. we were in line for the Bama game. Two days ago, then. Yeah. Uh, he will be suing the NFL. As he should. Yes, for, uh, I don't want to say alleged, but alleged racism in the organization. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Uh, but he also said the Dolphins organization was paying him a hundred thousand dollars a loss to tank. If you put me as the head coach of a team, I promise you, I can get you to zero and seventeen, and I will proudly take that. One point seven million. I will take that, and I promise you that I will tank you to zero and seventeen. That and you can fire best. me afterwards. That is the Alex as long as you pay my buyout. Yes. <laughs> a lot of this coming from the fact that uh, he released the text message that he received from Bill Belichick. That's so funny. Who, that's like, why you should not have coordinated with the same name. Correct. Because it's a bad look for Belichick now. Texting, uh, he just said, congrats on the job. Heard the Giants say you're their guy. And uh, Flores responded, like, who are you sending this? Who are you, who are you meaning to talk to? And he's like, the ball? He's like, this is Flores, coach. Mm. This is also why you put last names in your contacts. Yeah, I don't know why you just didn't have them as their last name anyways. 
Yeah. It's a it's a bad look for Belichick now too. So here's a, here's a, here's a question, Rick Smith moment. All right. If Flores l- somehow loses this lawsuit, which I think we all think he should probably win, he will win. Um, I, I think I he, think he wins. I think he wins in certain aspects. He'll with, t- he'll probably take a settlement with, with um, like with the actual Dolphins more than the NFL correct. as a whole. Yeah. But if he loses the NFL, I was discussing this with Davis earlier uh, in the bullpen. The NFL can counter sue, and they will have malice. So high risk, high reward. Interesting. Oh yeah. Rick Smith moment, like I said. But <laughs> if I would have never taken that class, I would not have understand understood. Yeah, as a limited use public figure, I agree with that statement. <laughs> He's not a. Li- <laughs> Flores is definitely a public figure. Yeah, so he is now very much so. Uh, Especially if he wasn't before. Yeah, I and th- I don't know how he's still not employed. I don't know how it's been this long. Uh, we don't have enough time on this talk, talk show to talk about that. Got a point. Let's move on to the Senior Bowl because it's more NFL-based, I feel like. Uh, I have some uh, the quarterback news. I heard Malik Willis is turning some heads. He is getting a lot of praise for his deep ball and his poise in the pocket. And, of course, he is the most athletic quarterback in this class. Uh, Kenny Pickett is still show, is showing off as well. Of course, Matt Corral is not going to be participating in the Senior Bowl because he is still hurt, I believe. Or still dealing with an injury. But he's There's not just also hurt. no point in him playing. Uh, yeah. But Kenny Pickett is still showing off, showing he's the best quarterback in this draft class. And finally, note I have about co- the quarterbacks is Carson Strong. His stock is currently falling. All right, guys, everybody act surprised. Okay? One, two, three. <gasps> no way. What? Who would have thought? I like Carson Strong. I was rooting for him. I have never liked him. He's never looked good on tape to me. Nah, his film just doesn't make sense. Numbers well, good. Numbers are great. Numbers don't always tell the story, though. Correct. They do not. Very true. But I'm not going to talk about the Pro Bowl that much. But I... You're not excited for the Pro Bowl, man? No, not at all. Starting quarterback Mac Jones, not actually. Let's, but... let's talk about the roster for the Pro Bowl. Because I know me and you were, like, Dylan, we know, I know you and I were looking at this yesterday. And just like we're just blown away. Lamar Jackson does not sides. deserve a slot in the. Whoa! No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. But <laughs> not this year. With what Jake was saying, we looked at the rosters yesterday. AFC kind of stacked. Not gonna lie. The AFC should. Well, blow that's because that's because the Chiefs aren't the, the NFC Super Bowl. out of the water. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, this is honestly, it's like, not even that. The two pass There's nobody the two in the NFC coming around the end on the AFC is going to be Miles Garrett on the left side. T.J. Watt on, on the other side. side. Then you, you have like cannot. Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons, like in the middle, lighten like. up. I mean, I'm just gonna go, I'm put them on prediction out there. AFC's gonna win. AFC's gonna win by like thirty. Do they even like actually try in these games? Like genuinely? No, but I don't think so. If they but. did, AFC by thirty. Like it'd be cool if they would actually try, but also like there's no reason for them to. And for a little bit, let's talk about the uh, conference championship reviews because that happened recently as well. Another great week of NFL playoff football. Beautiful. Uh, Bengals beating the Chiefs, 27-24. Joey I love seeing that. Beating, I love seeing that. beating the coin toss. They beat the coin toss. I cannot believe that they beat the coin toss. The, the, the cut to Joe Burrow when they lost the coin toss made me sad. I was upset. Yeah. I, I was like, that everyone was But hey, they lost the coin no Jackson Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Or right. Brittany Matthews. All because Patrick Mahomes threw an interception in overtime. Brittany yeah. Matthews got her Twitter. A really bad pick, too. Terrible interception. Yeah. But uh, it was a great play by Jesse Bates. Oh, yeah. yeah that punched was, the that ball out of, play. like, within range of Tyreek Hill. That was, that was Von Bell, right, who got the actual interception. Yeah, it was Von Bell yeah. who got it. Jesse Bates yeah. made that play, not yeah. Von Bell. Oh, I, I think I think Von said that, too. 
Yeah. I, I'm pretty no, sure he's like, but like Jesse I, would have done that. Like, yeah, um, obviously. But I mean, like, I, I've heard like a lot of people like praising like Von Bell for like a great interception. I think CBS was talking about like this is Von Bell's interception. Jesse Bates. Correct. Uh, right now, Bark is about to head out. Thank you, Bark, for joining the I show. Class. Thank you guys for having Man, me on. Man, making it to your 2 p.m. on time. Well done. Ooh, there, What's boys? that like? Hey, academics come first. Hopefully, Greg Olson's <laughs> listening to this. We'll be there in a few minutes. Amazing. All right. Thank you, Bark. Appreciate you guys. Cut him off mid Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was going to say anything else. <laughs> but uh, what we're talking about. So, and then we have the Rams. Matthew Stafford going to his first Super Bowl as a 12-year vet. It's got to be the most liked Super Bowl we've ever had. I'm so excited, and I don't even know who to cheer for. I, you I can't wanna, go wrong with the other team. I want to cheer for the Bengals, honestly. I want to, but I also picked for the Rams to win and Aaron Donald to be the Super Bowl MVP, which will be Matt Stafford if the Rams well, win. If you like go across the roster, the most deserving team is the Rams. Because you have Aaron Donald. Needs you go across the league, the Bengals should, have not be, should, should not be here. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> but, I mean, Aaron Donald needs that ring. Submit himself as Matthew he Stafford. Need Matthew needs Stafford ring, needs that ring. He needs that ring too. But I think Aaron Donald makes a push for like top spot on that list as well because he's been on this team for so long. They've had trouble troubled years. He had to deal with Jared Goff for a long time, and three time defensive defensive player of the year. He needs this ring, and I think if he gets a if he gets this ring and a Super Bowl MVP, more than likely. You know, we're not talking who we're not talking about enough that really needs a ring. Sean McVay. Because if not, it's going to become, oh, Sean McVay can't get us over the hump. Kirby Smart of the NFL. Kirby Smart of the NFL. Good Lord. Uh, Kirby's second shot of the championship, just saying. Worked out. Will it it be the same for Sean McVay? It's impossible to dislike that guy, too. (laughs) pretty sure Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, he's a disciple of Mr. McVay. Is he? Yeah, they were on the the Rams staff together. Cool. That's sick. like that. This and is a very like uh, Kyle Shanahan heavy coaching tree in the playoffs this season. I'm glad the, the game's good because I think halftime's going to stink. So I think it is. Yeah, I'm not excited for the halftime. I so. I was super underwhelmed. I was like, oh cool, um, Eminem. Who? Hey, if this if it was the '90s, would be lit. <laughs> be killer. Even if it was the early 2000s, it would still be lit. Next. Are they going to let him sing the entire "Lose Yourself"? <laughs> All right, uh, before we go, I just want to pick the, the Senior Bowl. We got the American team versus the national team. <laughs> well, me and Jake talked about it yesterday. It's, it's we looked at the rosters for that, too. <laughs> and, and, boy, was it something. <laughs> it's special. I'm going to go with the – what was it, the American the team? The American, yeah. <laughs> Roger McCreary is on that team, and – they got. They have a loaded team. They have majority of the SEC players on that team. You know what? Just because you guys both picked American, I'm going to pick the national, and I have not looked at the rosters, and I'm probably not going to. It makes sense. Kenny Pickett is I on would, that team. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kenny Pickett and uh, was it Sam Howell is on that roster too for the yeah. national? Yeah, it is. I think those are the only two guys besides uh, 26, Tyler 29 Bay. national. 19 to 15. Two to two to three. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Eleven to four. Yes. Six to one. Isn't there? There's a one point because there's a one point playing football. There, you can get yeah, one point safety. One, one point safety. Yeah. Six to one. Six to one. I like it. Six to one is the final score for that game. All right. Well, that's all the time we have today. I'll be back next week here on Tank Talks Football. Thanks for listening. If you missed any part of the show, make sure to catch the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be back next Wednesday at noon on Week 191.1 FM. 
You can follow the station's Twitter and Instagram at Weagle underscore AU for events, announcements, and more. If you can't make it to our radio, you can listen to our live stream at WeagleFM.com. As for me, come back next Wednesday at noon for more Tank Talks football.